Welcome back to After the Buzzer Sports Talk, and I'm your host, Aiden Mayer. All right, uh, welcome back for another episode. Uh, in today's episode, just going to be me today. Uh, in today's episode, we're going to be talking Game 7 for the Bruins and the Maple Leafs. I'm going to pick my winner. Uh, Billy called in on the Bruins, so we're going to answer his two questions. Actually, very good questions. And we're going to be talking a little bit about the Red Sox game today, and then uh, uh, we're going to be talking about Kyler Murray. Uh, apparently, the Cardinals are not interested in him. I know this news has been out for a little bit, but I'll get my take on that. With the NFL draft coming up, I think uh, – Wednesday's episode might be like we're starting to creep up on NFL draft. We're gonna be talking a lot about that, especially with the Celtics and Bruins. Uh, their series are about to wrap up. So, but no, no, no. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's still gonna be a lot to talk about, but we're gonna be action packed. I wish I could end this episode a little sooner because most of you are probably listening the morning after the game seven of the Bruins and Maple Leafs. I know that's a bummer. I'm really, I want to do them at least a little sooner. Like, I don't want to do them too early because I just can't. I want to do them still later, but not too late for you guys. So I'm trying. Today I was going to do one actually at around like 6.30, but so we're doing that, you know, just a little after, but still right before the Bruins game. So uh, I can still make a, a good pick here. So, um, yeah, let's listen to uh, Billy's question. Yeah, Billy here. And guess what? Tonight is game seven. I can't wait. I am tingling at the toes. I am wet in spots I shouldn't. I'm hot in others. I'm ready to go, baby. Gonna order myself a pepperoni pie, couple of pops, and I'm gonna watch this, baby. Now, my question for you. Who out of those two teams playing tonight has got more at stake and my second question god forbid these bruins don't get it done tonight is this the last time that you saw chara bergeron marshmallow rask all in a bruins uniform together billy out all right. Uh, very good questions, Billy. Uh, thank you for the call. Those were actually kind of stumped me, and I think about that a little bit. So the first one is, which team has more at stake? Now, if I'm going to break it down, which head coach has more at stake? I'll just break it down, and then I'll give you my final answer. But which head coach has more at stake? Um, Mike Babcock does. Bruce Cassidy's done great. Babcock's on a little bit of a hot seat. Um, I'd say he has more at stake. Uh, which goaltender? Tukarask. So overall, though, who has more at stake? I gotta go with the Bruins. It's tough, but for the fact that the Bruins were expected to win the series, so you know, obviously in hockey, it doesn't always you know go that way. But you were the favorites to win this series. Uh, you're gonna be Game Seven. Uh, you had a great season. You could really be a championship uh, win- winning team. So could the Maple Leafs. But also because you have players like. Chara, this could be his really last good season. Bergeron, I mean, the window's closing for those guys. You also have Rask. I mean, if Rask doesn't perform, you lose, he could get traded. Uh, so, I mean, a lot, of, I'd say the Bruins. I'd say the Bruins have a little bit more at stake here tonight. Um, that one was tough, though. Um, now, if you ask me, is this the last time we see that core of uh, Marchand, Bergeron, Chara, and Rask all uh, together if they lose tonight? It definitely could be if I'm to give you a straight answer, though. Um, no. 
I, I don't I think they'll stay together for one more year because Chara's coming back. Bergeron, Marchand, none of them are getting traded. The really only one is Rask. I mean, Chara could retire, but didn't he sign an extension? So, and then had that, yeah, that goal. That was a good day. But no, I think it will. I think Rask, I don't think Rask will get traded because no team's going to want that contract. So I think, yes, we will see them back next year if, yes, God forbid they lose. Um, but I finally made my final prediction. I got the Bruins tonight. Uh, I I thought about it, looked into it, and I said, I got to go with the Bruins. You know, I got little bias to the hometown team. I'm not going to pick against them. If it's a coin flip, I'm going to go with my hometown team. Okay. Um, maybe I should have made my pick. But if I if tomorrow uh, the Maple Leafs win, I'll own up to it. But we don't know yet. The game hasn't started. At least for me, you guys might listen be listening. But, no, it has not started. Um, so, um. We'll see. I mean, I, I hope they win. I think they will. I think we might see a, a few players step up that uh, tonight. I feel like we might see a few players that, you know, don't you, – you just step up kind of from that third line. Some lightning in the bottle tonight. I really think we'll see that. You know, that second, third, even maybe fourth line, I don't really think. But I think we'll see some of them step up and give you some lightning, and that'll get kind of those first lines going. I just feel that's going to kind of how the game goes tonight, but I'm not sure. Uh, the Maple Leafs could definitely win. It's kind of a coin flip, but I'm going to go with the hometown team. I'm going to go with the Bruins, and um, yeah, thank you, Billy. Those were actually two very good questions. I had to sit there for a minute and think. Who had more at stake was Klipthoff. Thought about the second question for a little, and you know what? So I think the Bruins have more at stake, and I think, yes, next year, if they do lose, we'll still see Chara, Bergeron, Marcia, and Rask all together in a Bruins uniform uh, for the reasons I stated. So, yeah, thank you, Billy, for the call. If any other uh, any of you want to call in, I'd really appreciate that. It, it, it'll be good. As I said, it's a tool that you guys should take advantage of. You get to call in and hear yourself on the podcast and ask me a question or make a suggestion for the show. So, again, just download the Anchor mobile app. You can listen to the podcast on there if you want, but you don't even have to. It's just something where you can type in after the buzzer sports talk and send him some voice messages. You guys um, can also start your own podcast on there on a Chromebook uh, if you'd like, but just just call in. Uh, thank you, Billy, for keep calling in. I really appreciate it. So, um, yeah, now we are going to get to the Red Sox, kind of dive in a little bit into their game today. So let's get to that. Okay, so no, we're not reviewing the past, like, 10 games for Red Sox or whatever. We're just talking about today's game because the Red Sox won a three-game winning streak and lost today. It was a sales start as well. So it was a little frustrating. Uh, it was an early start today. Um, we lost 7-4 to four against the Detroit Tigers, who are 11-10, but they're not really that good. Uh, you're now 9-14. and 14. It's not time to start pressing the panic button. Today was not a horrible game. I don't know how you lost. Why, why did we lose? Why did we lose today? Ugh, it bothered me because you had Bogarts at the two solo shots. Uh, you saw, um, who else? Betts was okay at that two RBI hit. Um, and then, you know, Vasquez scored on a walk. Uh, Zooey Lynn had a hit, ended up scoring for a run. Then Devers had a hit. So you really, you only got five hits but scored four runs. So you weren't oh, – Bogarts was your best player today. But now this is a Chris Sale start, and you're saying 7-4, to four, great. What happened with Chris Sale today? Now, I was never a fan of playing Chris Sale this offseason. I said, wait, you know, this this shoulder didn't concern me too much, but let's wait. Let's just make sure we know what we're doing here because we have a lot of money to spend. We have to pick and choose the right guys. We didn't choose Kimbrel or choosing Sale. And Sale's obviously a great player, but make sure we're paying him 
you know, we're not paying him five years of nothing. We already have David Price's bad contract. You know, we, we have a lot of young guys. We need to pick and choose the right ones. Sale today went five innings for five hits, two earned runs, two walks, ten strikeouts. I'm actually okay with today's start for Chris Sale. He, he's getting back on track. The starting pitching for this team has been horrible. The bullpen is collapsing. Uh, the bullpen today let up only a two strikeouts and let up. Let's see. They pitched the four innings and let up five earned runs on seven hits and three walks. Chris Sale was not bad today. It was the bullpen, really. Did Sale have a phenomenal start? No. But how Sale's pitched this, this year? I'll take five innings pitched, five hits, two earned runs, two walks, but ten strikeouts. The really thing. He didn't have a great day, but those strikeouts, I love to see that because that's something he's really lacking. Even in that game where he pitched like an average of 89 miles per hour, he didn't have a bad start with the strikeouts and then the you know speed. You're like, oh. But no, Sale's trying to find it again. I think he is. He's still, you know, he's still finding. He's getting better every start. Um, let me see what his stats are here. Uh, this season, he's pitched 18 innings, letting up 23 hits, 17 earned runs, and five walks, which accounts for an 8.5 ERA, and his career is 2.96. So, obviously, yes, he's been off this year, but... He's starting to get better. Uh, there's, there's no doubt about that. Um, he's 0-4 this season, though. That's the problem. And how many strikeouts? He has 14 strikeouts. So this guy has five walks, 14 strikeouts. I mean, he's not. he hasn't been good. But his so far, his uh, game log here. Um, let's see. All right. Today... Last start against the Yankees, went five innings. Let it four and runs on seven hits and a walk. So it wasn't as good. Sorry, I'm just doing everything at once. And, uh, all right, whatever. You don't even care. But Chris Sale, he's starting to get bunk on track. I'm not going to panic with Chris Sale here. Uh, I think he's starting to find it again. We see the strikeouts going up. We see the, you know, uh, earned runs going down a little. And, yes, you're probably saying five innings pitched. What's going on? He's obviously still a problem. I, yes, there is. But I think also the Red Sox want to save his arm for October, um, which is kind of smart um, in a way. It does kind of burn out the bullpen, but you need your ace. So what they're trying to do, the Red Sox are trying to do, is with Chris Sale's shoulder injury already, they're trying to make sure they don't blow out that shoulder. Let's let you rehab. You're going to pitch. You're all right to pitch. But let's keep the innings low so we can save your arm for October and you don't blow this thing out, which I'm perfectly fine with. Again, I mean, we're 9-14 and 14 right now. So, you know, we're not in a fantastic spot. But that three-game winning streak today was not a horrible game. Okay, today's one of those losses where I wish we could have had it. We need the next game now. Because if we lose the next game, now it's like, oh, great. That was just those three games were good, and now it's, we collapsed again. Uh, this team just hasn't shown consistency. Usually if you lose two games in a row, I'm all right with it. But with this team, no. You need the next game. You need to advance 10-14. You need to start to catch up in the win column. And I hope that – let me see your uh, count. Let me see. Let's see. By the time you're at – 19 losses. I hope you're at 19 wins. That's 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 the hope. Uh, and that's that's not even a great case scenario. You're 38 games in at 500. That's not bad. You know, the Yankees have been disappointing as well. But 
with all those injuries. And the Rays, you know, you cooled them down a little. I don't think you need to worry about the Orioles or uh, Blue Jays. Chris Davis struck someone out. Played, yeah, pitched. It's just a little fun fact for you. But, no, seriously, I mean, we need to start catching up in the win column. And today you could have had that game. Uh, it wasn't a fantastic game, but it's an okay loss. And it was not horrible. Your bats couldn't really get going, but when you got a hit, they scored, really. If you got a base runner, they were scoring, which is good. Uh, and Bogart said the home runs. That was nice. I did Again, Matt Boyd had a good game today. And then uh, their um, bullpen really came in and shut you down. Uh, but today, I'd say your hitting was not that good, but your base running was good. Uh, I mean, your fielding was – their fielding wasn't good two hours. You had none, so your fielding was all right. But your hitting was – yeah, it wasn't great. Bogarts was good. That was really about it. But your base running was very uh, good. You hit when it mattered. And Chris Sale was not horrible. wasn't great. But this has been one of his better starts of the year. So he's getting back back in that range. Still not Chris Sale, but he's getting there. And your bullpen was pretty garbage today. So do we do we regret at this point not, not getting any bullpen guys? Again, bring back Chris, uh, Craig Kimbrell for one year, and then he's gone. Then he's officially gone. But bring him back because you're still a championship contending team for sure. You have no one in that bullpen. No one. Bobby Pointer closed out that game. Colton Brewer, Tyler Thornburg, Keith Hembry. And your bullpen, the thing that has to scare you is that this bullpen is only bottom six in the league, I'd say. But – They've already pitched over the average innings, which you're probably saying, hey, calm down, it's early in the season. But that's the thing. It's early in the season, but we're good 21 games in now to the point where we don't want to bur- burn out the bullpen's arm and be playing under 500 baseball. I'm not saying we are. We're a few innings over the average. But you know, you have a guy like Chris Sale start, doesn't do fantastic, and now you got to go pitch four guys in the bullpen to get you through those four innings of baseball. I just don't like that. Um this team just needs a, a, a real reliever. I don't feel like they just don't have that. Uh, I mean, Matt Barnes is it's not a close. You don't have a true closer like you've had for years, and I just want Craig Kimbrell back. Uh, he did not play great in October, but it happens. I mean, you need a right now. We shouldn't be worried about October too much with Chris Sale. We should and whatnot, but. Right now, we want some wins right now. And let's say we sit here and say, well, if we sign Craig Kimbrell now, he just got all those days of rest on top of it. So, I mean, that's just a bonus. But that's not even the point. Let's just get him back to get a true closer, bring some strength back to our bullpen, add another arm, and someone who can really close out a game. And Craig Kimbrell might get you a few wins. You know, if Matt Barnes is pitching in some of those, you know, up-by-one situations versus Craig Kimbrell, you know, Kimbrel's gonna Mar- Barnes might lose you a few of those games that Kimbrel would have won you, if you know what I'm saying. So, in my opinion, please go after Craig Kimbrel. At least call him and just be like, "Are you interested to come in on a one-year deal?" And just talk to him and sit here and say, "You know, this is a chance. You, you know, you just seem to get no contract. You have to kind of lower that money down a little bit. Just come back here on a one-year deal, and then, you know, we can figure things out from there. But just come back here. You can run, go on a run for another um, championship." 
it will pay you a solid amount, not what you're looking for, which is absolutely absurd. But on one year deal, you come in here, make some money, play some baseball, and then you can go on the market again, maybe with a little more of a reasonable thing. But no, I don't know. Kimbrel, Kimbrel shouldn't be like wants to leave here, but he should want a long term deal, yes. But the money that he's asking for, it wasn't he asking for like 15 million a year? That might be incorrect, but that's no, no. He's elite closer, but. I mean, no. And he hasn't got it done in October, so... And that's when it really matters. But right now, you need a guy like Kimbrel who can pick you up a few wins, help that bullpen out. Um, you know, it's not all about the closer. It's about some good relievers as well, but... Really, that just that, that we don't even have a real closer. I, I'd say you don't really have many relievers either. So um, we have Tyler Thornburg. I've seen him pitch too much. I don't like Tyler Thornburg. We traded uh, Travis Shaw for him, and that was an instant regret. Like as soon as I heard that, I wanted to punch the radio because when I heard it on the radio, because this was a few years ago. And I was just like, kidding. Shaw had a good year. Thornburg was coming off like surgery. He wasn't even that good. I was like, what are you doing? Why are we why are we doing this? And Shaw's ended up being uh, pretty good. But yeah, Tyler Thornburg, he wasn't bad today, but to this season he's pitched eight point one innings, letting up eight hits, six earned runs, uh, three walks with a six point four eight ERA. It's early. Uh I mean, even over the monster. So the, I don't even know who that is, but it's obviously a Boston thing. So ten hours ago, this was right before game time. Uh said, why is Tyler Thornburg still in the Red Sox bullpen? Actually, you know what? I'll, I'll see what this is all about. Uh, yeah. So, I guess it's just why why is he still here? Because he has struggled. Don't get me wrong. He hasn't been your worst, but he has not been your best. And I do have to agree he's pitched way too much in this bullpen. But that's that's our little uh, 11 minutes of Red Sox talk or whatnot. Um, so, yeah. Uh, let's, let's transition over to um, Kyler Murray. Okay, so as I told you, we're going to do, like, tomorrow's probably going to mostly be about the NFL draft, the Bruins game. Tomorrow might be a pretty big episode. Uh, I might do a mock draft. Uh, I did a mock draft, like, a while ago, like, back early April. You guys seem to like that episode. That was one of our bigger ones on here. Uh, And I just did my NFL mock draft. So, I don't know if I'll do that, or I'll just kind of go over, like, what's a smokescreen, what's not, kind of go over some of these players and whatnot. But right now, I just want to focus on Kyler Murray. Tomorrow we're going to talk a lot about the NFL draft. Even Thursday, we'll probably talk about the NFL draft, even though that is draft day. You might guys hear it the next morning. Uh, That was a tongue twister. Uh, Maybe I'll do mock draft that day. It's going to be a lot about the NFL draft uh, in these next few days, really, is. And see what the Patriots do and all the teams. But I want to go over Kyler Murray just to focus on him because he might be the, you know, most – intriguing name. Uh, he's expected to go number one overall. Nick Bosa, I mean, I, I gotta take him, but if you know me, I'm not a huge Kyler Murray guy. Uh, it's not because he's 5'10", it's one of the things, but just, I've always talked about how, like, there was this report that he's, like, sweating at the combine, missing easy throws just with one receiver. I just, I think I hate on him too much, but I hate that they're not, I thought, I said it, I said it time and time again, but if you're a new listener, here's what I said the Cardinals should have done. Sign Matt LaFleur or LaFleur or something. Matt LaFleur. He ended up signing with the Packers instead of Cliff Kingsbury. Hate Kingsbury. Sign Matt LaFleur. Keep Josh Rosen and pick a pass rusher like Nick Bosa or Quinn and Williams. Nick Bosa, definitely. But if not, Quinn and Williams. Pick Nick Bosa with the number one pick. Keep Rosen, sign Matt LaFleur. Hope things work out. Uh, keep investing in Rosen. You picked him with the first pick. He had a bad year with no help. 
with a horrible coach. No help whatsoever. An okay defense, and he had no offensive line. He had an all right running back. No receivers. He had nothing, barely anything last year. With a bad coach as well helping him. Get him a good coach. Get him a few weapons on offense, and we'll take you from there. The guy still has potential. That's why for the Patriots, I want them to get it so, him so bad. Like a third-round pick, please. I'll even take him for a second-round pick. If I, I'll give up our third pick for Josh Rosen any day of the week. That guy's a first-round talent. He still is. If that one year, I, I think it's a fluke. I really like Rosen. I'm not a huge Kyler Murray guy. But do is this... So the main point I want to talk about this is apparently Kyler Murray, the Cardinals aren't interested in Kyler Murray at number one overall. Is this real or is this just a smoke screen? And if you ask me, it could really go either way, but I think it's a smoke screen. Um, some people have t- uh, t- told me that it's real. Some people have told me that everything leading up to this was a smoke screen. It's finally being released. Like, I, I don't know. People have told me all this different stuff, but I, I think it's real. I mean, it's a smokescreen. Sorry, it's not real. Not real. I think it's a smokescreen. You could convince me. I mean, but we'll see on Thursday. We'll see on Thursday what they do. And Nick Bosa should be the choice. I mean, the injuries have to scare you, but they should take Nick Bosa, if not not and Williams, or trade down. But Kyler Murray, I mean, it's an interesting situation because what if Kyler Murray busts, you trade Rosen for some second-round pick that you never use, and he ends up having a great career. Kingsbury's bad. It's worst case scenario. Best case scenario is that you pick Kyler Murray, trade Rosen. Ro- Kyler Murray ends up being like a great quarterback, top seven, whatever. Rosen ends up being a bust anyway. You get a second round pick out of him, ends up being like a solid receiver or something. It's best case scenario. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury actually works out. I have way more faith in Murray, Kyler Murray, than I do Cliff Kingsbury. I hate Cliff Kingsbury. Hate him. Oh, he's bad. He's already. Yeah. Doesn't he post like everything on social media or something? Oh, I just hate that. Hate that, especially like like no one. No, stop. It's it, it might be cool, you know, as a fan. Like I kind of like that inside, you know, stuff. I get to like, you know, seeing what they do day to day basis. But like, still, why would you do that? Uh, that just frustrates me. I just think he's a bad, bad, bad coach, and they should have gone with someone else. I do agree. Who's their last head coach? Well, I I forget who it was, but he's horrible. He was in there for one year. I forget his name. He's bad. Uh, but I don't think Cliff Kingsbury is not your guy. He coached, I'm pretty sure it was at uh, Texas A&M or Texas, it was Texas Tech. Uh, back with Patrick Mahomes. So, you know, I'm not, I just think there's like a 2% guy chance this guy actually succeeds. I don't think he's good. Uh, I don't like him. I think Matt LaFleur, they should have gone all in on that guy. And good for him. He signed Green Bay. He's a, you know, you know, he's a, he's a good coach, especially offensively. Not great defensively, but uh, they signed on uh, uh, Vance Joseph as a new defensive coordinator. He's a defensive-minded coach. He, he's not great, but for a defensive-minded coach, he's not bad. So, you know, I think that's why always people are like, yeah, but this uh, an offensive he's, – he's more of an offensive mind on this defensive team. But you know, just going to get a good, good defensive coordinator. Get a Wade Phillips or someone. Vance Joseph, I mean, that I'll take that for a defensive coordinator. So I think they should have gone all in on Matt LaFleur – Built, still built around Josh Rosen and got someone, or even just traded down from number one because get weapons. Uh, you got you have guys like Chandler Jones, Terrell Suggs are on a one-year deal. They're kind of getting a little older, but their pass rush is not that bad. The Cardinals have one of the better pass rushes in the league. Their secondary, their secondary isn't even bad. They're just kind of banged up and old. Like Desmond Trufant's coming off that injury, and they have Patrick Peterson. Overall, that's a good cornerback pairing when healthy. So, I don't even – and they have that good safety there, Buda Baker. 
Their defense is not the problem. It's the offense and the coaching. You have no coaching, no offense. Larry Fitzgerald is like their only receiver, basically. Uh, they have that other kid. Um, what's his name? I forget now. Uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. He's not really even that good. So there's no receivers for Josh Rosen. There's no offensive line. And David Johnson, I think, is okay. I don't. I think he's good. He's over average, but he's nothing, like, spectacular. He used to be, but that injury kind of made him a little bit of a shell of himself. I hate to say it. People kind of overrate the guy. Um, but, no, I mean, Kyler Murray works out. That's great for them. Cliff Kingsbury does. Well, and that really proves me wrong because I don't think both of them work out. If someone's going to work out, it's going to be Kyler Murray. But Cliff Kingsbury, just don't like him. And I, I like Josh Rosen because this kid doesn't really – it hasn't had a chance. That's a that's a stupid, flimsy chance. First chance, you walk into the NFL playing in Arizona for no coach and, you know, solid defense, but horrible coach, no receivers, no offensive line. He had nothing. David Johnson, this is basically it. Larry Fitzgerald was his best receiver. Give me a break. Larry Fitzgerald's one out of there. But, I mean, you know, he's a loyal guy. I mean, it's not a huge deal, but whatever. Yeah, how long is Fitzgerald going to last? You guys can answer that if you want. But, no, seriously, Anchor Mobile App, call him, please. So, um, yeah, that's all I have for you guys today. Uh, a little bit of a short episode, but running low on time. I, I really want to start doing these podcasts sooner. Um, tomorrow, I might actually do one pretty early tomorrow uh, because I'm kind of busier late in the day, like I was kind of today. But got it right in before the Bruins game. Pretty sure it's starting right now. So I just made my predictions for you guys so they're not uh, scuffed. I can promise you that. And, um, yeah, thank you guys for um, listening, and I'll see you next time.